welcome back to the 5x59 podcast. Uh, your last week in Fresno, basically. Um, my name is Tommy Tribble. Uh, I'm here with Ram Reyes. And, What's up? And we have a really Hello. great episode for you today because we're actually uh, first, talking First to official episode. Our first official, yeah. We have our first official episode. And we are talking to uh, Yasmin Mendoza, a local legend, local celebrity, local activist. <laughs> Uh, from Fresno, oh uh, yeah, we, we love her on Twitter on social media. Yeah, we love her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I feel like I she breaks most of the things that I'm like, oh, I should probably care about this. Like right now, right. right. And we actually met at a uh, Black Lives Matter protest. Um, very briefly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I met Ram on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter and just the best place to meet I mean, Ram because that's the closest to his real self that you'll get. Like true, for a first yeah. impression, dude. Yeah, I'm just like uh, I was like thinking like I should probably make a private or like <laughs> an alt account, but I'm like I don't want to be a coward, but also I don't know I'm if like, it's cowardice. <laughs> just for- I know I'm like insulting all the people who have, who follow me on their privates. I'm like I'm sorry, I'm a coward. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah, immediately off the top, we just we want to talk about um your segment on fox 26 um and uh and that and that monument that got a little bit crushed um and and you didn't call for yeah. it to be crushed necessarily but they did do it uh yeah so like how did you how did you how did you feel in that moment and and what brought you to first talking about this um this confederate this monument that the sons of the confederacy sort of erected in the past i guess so one day i was just like trying to fall asleep this is I remember, I think this was like May or something. I think that's mm-hmm. when I tweeted out or June. And I was like, I wonder if there's any Christopher Columbus statues around town oh, okay. or like in the Central Valley. I didn't find any, um, which is good. And then I was <laughs> like, I wonder if there's any like Confederate monuments. Super curious. And I started doing all this research. I think it was like midnight at this point. <laughs> and I stayed up till like, I stayed up for like another two hours just like searching the internet. And then I found a bunch of stuff and um there's mostly a lot of um just like pro-union you know monuments mm-hmm. but then there was like supposedly two um confederate monuments and one of them was taken down in 2017 and then yeah. the other one was like whoa it was in, in sanger and then i found out all this history about uh this man who was a general in the confederacy or he was like very high up in the ranks and how um he was like a slave owner and then like after the war he was obviously a loser right and <laughs> he um basically just came to the central valley he moved to sanger and started farming and so mm-hmm. yeah it's super interesting wait so wait, how did you fu- what, what website was it like what how did website? you find that like how did you like i was like just wondering like what did you google <laughs> honestly like, i just googled like confederate um uh, confederate monument uh central valley oh, and then okay. i found and then i found the sons of the confederacy so that's how i found it because i found the sons of the confederacy which is a local group here in fresno um there this chapter isn't like super active but i know their yeah. chapter in like bakersfield is like crazy active yeah um, which is kind of scary but yeah so these are all like a bunch of like just weird white dudes who are super racist (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they're like have direct lineage to confederate um soldiers or people who were part of the confederacy um preservation of the confederacy Mm -hmm. yeah i was i was actually looking at their website of the sons of confederate veterans and Mm -hmm. yeah you do need to have like a lineage to a, a loser a loser of the war how do you uh, pro- how do you it, prove it? Do you have to have receipts? I, do you do a twenty three and me? 
Brown, yeah. no idea. It's Brown, weird. You might be able to pass. Nah, <laughs> yeah, right. Can I? Do I have like any relatives that fought in the Civil War? I'm actually. But it's a, um, it's I'm, so weird though. I'm a so little. Obs- I'm a little obsessed with this because the idea that you lose the Civil War and then you move to Fresno <laughs> to become a farmer is. <laughs> <laughs> you always somebody always ends up in Fresno is, or like Central Valley. It's a high score and irrelevance for me, and yeah. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty crazy. Um, I think it's it's also really interesting. I was gonna say one more thing. Um, actually, some of the some of the first sheriffs in Fresno were Confederates, former Confederate soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, I had oh, wow. I looked into that history too. I think the first or the second sheriff in Fresno for Fresno was an actual Confederate like guy Mm -hmm. and then like another like there's another three other like two or three of them who were also confederate part of the confederacy it's really crazy damn i'm like why'd you guys move here i mean that's also that's like a lot of people's uh i get asked that like why why'd you move fresno (laughs) like i don't know we just get here but yeah this website is just really weird because i'm like why is there like a membership there's like dudes there's just like there's a whole store I, there's I don't a membership get it. Like, there's dudes like, like no like do like you have to pay dues and stuff oh it's like a union and, no it's like a, it's like a thing like dude this is like a club like you donate to it and they have like yeah, they gathering have, like, lo- dude they have like luncheons like i'm not kidding they got l- oh i'm like gosh. i don't know how like you lost the war a long time i don't know this is what my thing about the confederacy is like i don't understand how like I don't see any other wars where they like the losers like really hold on to that war. Mm-hmm. Like, to that, yeah. I don't know. Like Super there's weird. no like like the Spanish doesn't like hold it against America for losing the Spanish American War. You know, like yeah, they're not like continually. Well, I think angry about it. If you kind of look at like the Reconstruction and stuff, like there was just this like afterwards with the Daughters of the Confederacy, like a concerted effort to sort of reframe the narrative of the civil war like after the fact and i think that's in many ways what sets it apart from other conflict what do you think of that yasmin like what do you why do you think why are they so obsessed it's just about power um you know i mean i think it's still although yeah they lost the war but they still you know um even after that they you know still held power over people Mm -hmm. and i think that that makes them feel something you Mm know that they're like yeah there's just a sense of superiority that makes them feel good um, yeah uh, i'm weird. looking at i'm looking at their statement of purpose is just like white supremacy they're... is such a weird like thing like it's like it's <laughs> yeah. like it's just a weird disorder like uh-huh. it's just like holy shit oh, so yeah sad. yeah so like, that's at... all they have to their name is that yes. they are racist <laughs> yeah that's their their whole identity and it's always about like defending I'm looking at their statement of purpose and they're just like talking about retaining the responsibility and right to adhere to the founding principles of the United States. I'm like that means it's racist. <laughs> and I'm like I've been Racism. saying this too. I'm just like yeah dude the constitution is kind of racist so I'm like the clan by any other name. They're just Yeah. And well, was- go ahead please. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say the, when I was getting interviewed by like the Fox people, they're like, did you try to contact the sons of the Confederacy? I was like, is this a joke? (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys a bit? Is that a bit? I was like, like, me, a woman of color, 
am I gonna no absolutely not yeah Dude, like, yeah oh. how is how is the interview with Fox 26 yeah tell us about that give us the inside baseball yeah. how, how is the how is that process because I know um, it's like it's fought yeah that's like owned by the big fox right? yeah by the big fox uh-huh. yeah. yeah um well i did have like so we have like some family friends who are like who watch fox all the goddamn time they're like they're <laughs> obviously um they're like we're they're trumplicans but Trump-licans. they like they like call my grandmother like oh my god we saw yasmin on fox 26 and um <laughs> they were like not they were like totally in disagreement with me saying you gotta tear down every monument. But were they proud yeah. of you for being on TV? Like, were they like? Yeah, they were like excited, but then they're also like, "Damn, she's trying yeah. to tear down the monuments." Yeah, that's cool, yeah. but I disagree with your entire message on the second. Wow. Yeah, but no, the people at Fox were fairly nice. It was just like weird because you know that like all those people hold views that are like against your own being. You know, they don't care about. Yeah. you know latinas they don't care about lgbtq people so it's just weird but um they were like nice i mean but some of the questions i was like yeah. and then well. they ended up I, this always happens like they just take sound bites so like mm-hmm. they'll ha- you have like a fairly lengthy interview but then you they know just they just take the whatever way. is yeah yeah unlike this podcast yeah this will be you know, uncut un- fully explicit un- uncut- Uncensored. No editing because I will not edit this. <laughs> I am too lazy to edit the entire thing. No, I'm just kidding. But I, it's funny because like Fox 26, I remember when there was another thing when, uh, what was that thing with Miguel Arias? Uh, oh, yeah. When, uh, when, what's when they that? showed up to his house. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Frontline America showed up mm-hmm. and Fox oh, 26. Fox 26 was the only, they were saying that they're the only not fake news because mm-hmm. they were the ones talking to them. Mm-hmm. I just oh like, my god! Okay, dude. And were they the ones that like shouted out their Facebook page too? Like, I feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were yeah. also the same one. They're I tweeted like, yep, about that, fuck. and the reporter got very incensed by what oh, I said. Oh yeah, yes. I remember <laughs> you got into a Twitter fight. Yeah, or... we got we got like a fight. I was like, who was who was the reporter? I don't remember her name. It was like so long ago, but um, it was it was a, it was a woman, and I remember she was blonde, I think. And I mean, all of them are blonde. Like all so. of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So she she could have been anyone. Uh, <laughs> And she, uh, I, Dude, I swear every Fox News wo- like woman on Fox News is a blonde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like also they were all wearing red. Like I was watching Dude, your yes. segment. Oh my god, like, they always wear red. It's like, it's it's aesthetics and coded messaging, you know. Yeah, it's like, show their to send team a colors, dude. Yeah, show their team colors. Yeah, yeah. I actually know Ben. You guys want to hear about him? Oh, who? sure. Oh, Ben Burkham. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I've done so much research. I would love to know the tea dude. on Ben Burkham. <laughs> He, yeah, I've, I've like, I've like sat down and like had whole, whole conversations with that really? guy. Really? Oh yeah. He, um, I mean, I don't like, I would only talk to him because like he would show up to events and I'd be like, dude, get out of here. Like you're going to get mm-hmm. your, you're going to get punched and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just like go mind your business. Um, but he always calls me Jasmine. I always tell him my <laughs> name is Jasmine. Um, so he's like Jasmine, but, um, yeah, oh he, God. um, he basically grew up traveling the world. So his dad was, um, his dad is a pastor at mm-hmm. a, like a pretty like kind of cold sea Christian church, um, more right wing obviously. And, but he grew up, um, in like ministry, like they like traveled like all over Latin America, converting people yeah. <laughs> and like Af- you know, all over like different parts of like Africa, like down into like Kenya and Cameroon and like, 
um, South Africa, like a bunch of places. I mean, he's been like all over the world, but yeah, he actually used to install grass for a living. And then he um, basically figured that he could, um, you know, he can start like a little platform thing that mm-hmm. has grown to like that's grown dude, massively on he Facebook. has a lot he has of a, followers dude. a he lot does. of followers and so like that started paying him you know mm-hmm. like he i'm pretty sure like um you know he gets funded by like these right-wing like mm-hmm. groups you know yeah and so he's you know he's gone out and hung out with like kelly and conway and like he'll pop up at gavin newsom's like house oh my God, like I jumping the fence in the sombrero with uh what's her what's her name um La- laura loomer who's, L- yeah, uh, yeah who's yeah. running for congress now i think what i think laura wow. is running for congress even though she, i mean she's got Damn. banned from twitter so we wouldn't know yeah. but. he he he, he, he climbed the fence of the governor's mansion in a sombrero that's what uh, yeah it's to simulate like mm. uh undocumented oh, immigrants, I see. like yeah, illegally quote quote illegally going into the country like how do you like it when we go into your house I'm like it's yeah. not yeah doesn't make sense wow. bro yeah but. i told him i told him like dude my sister's a DACA recipient you're fucked up like we were talking about that and i talked to him and like a few other because like the same group would show up to protest like all these like events like the democratic like a democratic dinner or like andrew mm. jams would have an event he would be out there shouting like yeah, jammy jams course. it was really funny <laughs> jammy jams um, jammy jans but yeah and i would talk to like these him and his group and it was interesting because like there was like quite a few of them that actually supported daca um which was like really surprising but but ben was always like no daca and he was always really fucked up about it but he's uh he's an interesting guy um and it's interesting because his wife is like not white (laughs) really what is what is she Dude, his his she, wife is she's um, Latina. She's she's Asian. Oh, she's Asian. Oh, okay. That's uh, I have a thing about white people <laughs> or white dating Asians. Yeah, yeah, white period. men with Asian women. There's always like yeah. this like weird thing of like you're right because of, of like what's the whole guy? what's that one guy the one guy from that one show. Oh, what what show? What show the short that? guy, the kind of. With like no chin. Oh, Big Al or Big Ed? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Big oh, Ed. Yeah, from, uh, I, yeah, from, um, from uh, 90 Day Fiance, right? 90 Day Fiance. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's like, out. yeah, I have like so I I always go off when like very like white dudes because like when I went to the Philippines, I would see like middle aged white white men just be there, mm. and I'm like, I know what you're here. You're here to like find a wife. <sighs> yeah, they're and shopping. And, like, yeah, it's, it's they, dark. They are. It's dark and as fuck, honestly. At, yeah, it's like I hate it. And there's this whole imperial colonial undertones with it, like you know, navy, mm-hmm. navy. I did. People. I did have a question though. You talked. You talked about um kind of meeting this Ben person a lot, and I I mm-hmm. gather probably from your work that you encounter a lot of people that don't agree with you or hold politics that you would consider you know toxic. How do you how do you talk to people like that? I just don't anymore. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a waste of time. And it's just like... It's such a waste of time. I usually don't really respond. Like, yeah, I've responded to like a few lately, but I don't really respond. Actually, my like my old account, I had an old Twitter account. I just delete. I just got rid of it because I would constantly be getting like these weird bots and stuff. And it was... I know who it was from, but I just... It was just like not... I don't know. I just had a lot of really weird people just following me. Oh, yeah. um, but honestly, on Twitter, it doesn't really bother <sighs> me. I only I do get mad when people are like, "Your family is like illegal" and a bunch of stuff like that. Like that kind of bothers me. But I guess it doesn't really bother me that much anymore because yeah. I'm 
kind of used to it. I don't know if that sounds bad. But. I, I, I want to do one last thing on the Ben Burkham thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's killed a person. What? 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 Oh, you're right. Uh, he yeah. ran over he rode someone. He over someone. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. technically manslaughter, but uh, he has killed a person. And was he acquitted or was the settlement? Like what? Uh, if- forgot what happened but this is all a legend <laughs> not there's a friend of b dude there's a friend of this is all this is all alleged by the way please yeah <laughs> according to i just like to do b. the blanket statement you know just to cover yeah. us. He's gonna sue all, us. all the things we just said here with his dark coke brother's money he's gonna sue us yeah yeah but yeah he's he has like i think he i was just doing some deep dives into into him but maybe he'll be on the podcast one day <laughs> That would be really yeah, fun. He's, dude, yeah, he's I don't know. wild. <laughs> I don't know. You how guys him up. He probably would love it and call us like. Well, I feel like I he's know. a little bit of a clout chaser, right? Like, I feel like oh, a lot totally of this is just yeah. his ego. He just That's how he makes clout. his money. Yeah. Yeah. So he would love to be on here. With his stupid selfie stick. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, God, dude. His MAGA hat selfie stick. No. And he's just like, oh, look, I'm here, no, dude. He I see punched, him. dude. He got beat when? up in like the Bay Area last year. Oh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. Go, you go into the liberal uh, centers of I went California. To, was it, it was Gavin Newsom's uh, inauguration, and um, he was just, like, outside yelling at people, and, like, Na- Nancy Pelosi popped in through the back or through the side, and, <laughs> yeah. like, he was just, like, having a whole fit. It was really... It, People were just yelling at him back. It was kind of funny, but also yeah. like, dude, mm-hmm. you just got to get a life. Yeah. I mean, it is just kind of weird that, it, that he's like technically part of the Fresno community at large, you know, like I mean, we have yeah. a bunch of nuts, nut cases on both on the other side of the spectrum. But, but it's, it a, it's just, important to point out those nuts because uh, they are persuasive to a lot of people. So it's good yeah. to, you know, say affirmatively, you know, that person is toxic difficult and wrong uh you know yeah i did want to ask you mentioned daca earlier and i wanted to get your take on the supreme court's ruling that um the process of repealing daca was um wrong and basically they started it over and kicked it back a few months uh how did you feel when you heard about that um so i i uh i was gonna there was like a um I remember reading that one of the Department of Homeland Security like purposely made it to um, she purposely made the case weak on behalf of the Trump administration because she's like low key pro DACA. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys heard about mm, that. I didn't. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that was wow. really interesting. I was like, wow. Uh, but yeah, my my sister's a DACA recipient, so it's like. And I have like a lot of other friends who are. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have any friends, but I do. Um, it's yeah, like, couple man, it's just like we just have to. Well, we have to figure <sighs> something out here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know that I feel like the DACA thing is so difficult because um, we're fighting so hard to preserve this thing, but like it's like mm-hmm. it's like four hundred dollars and has to be renewed like every two years, and it's like extremely yeah. strict and like we just yeah we just need a pathway to, mm-hmm. to citizenship for them absolutely yeah. Yeah. How do you guys feel about? Oh wait, what were you gonna say, Tom? Oh yeah, I you know I'm I'm sure this is like with it being your sister, I'm sure that's like such a personal and like emotional thing, and like kind of living on the knife's edge of like you know will this person get to stay here? You know, I'm sure that's really yeah is like an constant anxiety. For sure, yeah, for for my sister, but um, 
I, I think that there's just a lot of people who are fighting for it. And I, I feel, we feel, my sister feels, um, you know, doctor, all the, I ask her all the time, like, how are you feeling? You know, like, um, you know, at this moment, or how are you feeling with, with just kind of everything that's going on? And, uh, we were talking about the international student situation Mm, and too, we were talking about that too. And it's just like, it's just really sad that there's just so much, uh, just anti-immigration stuff and people are so, uh, just in, don't care. I thought, I thought that was so like deranged when they tried to like say that people who couldn't get like in-person um, instruction just had to leave on like short notice like i thought that was absolutely insane screwed up i was like ice really you're gonna like try to be opportunistic in this pandemic and like just but that's what they do like they're any anything any moment any moment they'll take um i just feel like it's always one thing after another like Mm -hmm. there's always something Mm -hmm. happening and it's just like oh my god here we go again like we have to jump another hurdle another challenge another and it's like kind of tiring how do you yeah. how do you deal with that kind of exhaustion being an activist? Yeah, like, how do you deal you, with yeah. that? Um, I go therapy. Oh, um, we love that. <laughs> we're big therapy fans here. Yeah, we're big yeah, fans ev- of therapy. Everybody, everybody needs to go to therapy, oh, especially. I mean, I just feel like a lot of communities of of color. I I know that. I know. I I guess I should say go back. It's just hard to afford it. Like not mm-hmm. everyone. Has yeah, exactly. But but man, we really it, it just needs to be a. Everyone should have access to therapy because, you know, but I do a lot of self-care. Honestly, like I've kind of like 20, I was like full on full force, like all like late 2017, all 2018, all 2019. Mm. And then I finally slowed down this year with the pandemic. So I just been taking a lot of time. Like I, um, I've been working out every single day. I've been eating way healthier uh i play basketball all the time yeah. i play a little tennis i go swimming i do i've been going up really? to my favorite spot up in shaver a lot um and just you know go out and, and hike and bike and stuff so just taking care of myself uh because i like this quote um that um audra uh, lord said mm-hmm. and it was like um you know, like self-preservation is basically like an act of, of resistance um, because I mean, these things are tiring, like, you know, just just uh, being very politically engaged or just community organizing or any of that stuff is just so draining. And like, yeah. I just get so drained. And sometimes I kind of don't feel like I'm very hopeful about, you know, like I was going to say, like, right Right before we went to, right before the big protest happened in Fresno, I was feeling so unhopeful about everything. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. this, nothing's, this is it. Like we're, I just don't see much progress. Like after the Bernie thing, I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, dude, the Bernie thing really depressed the shit out of me. everybody. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, I was like, God that damn. was just horrible. And, and then I think when I went to those protests and, and was around people again, and it was like, okay, I feel hopeful. Yeah. So I'm, I feel, I feel a sense of hope. And, um, but I mean, I feel like I've gotten a pretty big insight on like just politics and how everything works and how elections work and how mm-hmm. local politics work and how people who are politicians work. So it's kind of like, uh, still, I'm still a little skeptical, but I do still feel hopeful. Yeah, we, we want to actually ask you about that. Like, how did you even get your start? Because I know you founded March uh, for Our yeah, Lives in Fresno. Right. But, mm-hmm. like, I think I listened to, like, an interview 
that you did with KBPR. But you weren't like that politically active before then, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, um, I was like a little bit like yeah. I used to like pass out like know your rights uh cards mm-hmm. when I was like younger. Um yeah. to like farm workers and stuff. Cause I actually grew mm-hmm. up um like working in uh, like on a farm. Like I was I did farm work with my parents. Oh okay. and so yeah, so like um I understood like the know your rights and stuff and I would pass out those little cards when I was pretty young. Um mm-hmm. so I guess that was like my first, first I don't know foray sort of into organizing. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't really start until like late oh. twenty seventeen, early twenty eighteen. Um I actually I met Andrew Jans in early twenty eighteen. Well I met his wife and then mm. that's when I was like, hmm. And um but then the the school shoot the school shooting in Parkland happened. And yeah. that's when I was like, yeah, like the gun laws in America, it's, things are so bad. And I started doing all this research and I started looking into the NRA and just like the amount of political um, harness that they have and had um, were, I think it's dwindling a lot, but um, the just the political grab that they just had in reach on American politics, like that just really disturbed me. Um, and then ever since then, like, I just, you know, I started, um, March for Our Lives and we did all these town halls and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we tried to get uh, funding for mental health resources. And then we, well, we had that big March and it was like over 2000 people came, which I was only expecting like maybe 500. Um, but it was really cool. And then ever since then, I just been very active and I, I worked for Dolores Huerta and organized for her, Mm -hmm. um, and worked with like people in rural communities and we did stuff to get water um like the clean drinking water act for california like we just it's just been like a crazy since 2018 i just haven't been yeah, i haven't stopped you've been you've been, so. you've been at it i think wait did you actually wait i was looking at, i was just googling your name did you run for assembly no, so, no, I was considering it. Oh, I thought you were gonna because I was looking at Ballotpedia. I'm like, did she actually run? Oh, I'm no, in I... there. Holy shit! No, no, yeah. you were. You weren't. I was trying to. I was trying to look for you. Oh, what the heck is oh, this? No, I was considering it, and like, there's a few people that were like very much encouraging me, but I knew that race was just not a winnable race, and mm-hmm. I just didn't. I just, I, I don't want to be a sacrificial lamb you know to yeah. a race that i know is not winnable and, yeah. and also i just i i just realized like i don't think i even want to ever run just because of shit that you have to go through mm-hmm. to run especially as a woman people are really crazy people are there's a lot of really horrible men too that are just like that get like obsessed with yes. you and like bother you and then they try to pull everything from some type of past or I don't know something you know it's just like people are just really crazy and I just don't think I want to ever deal with that mm-hmm. but I will always support other women and mm-hmm. like my friend Jewel mm-hmm. like I'm oh, honestly that is like one of I'm very devoted to whatever she does mm-hmm. I mean, continues to do but just I'm always going to be there to support her and other women like her yeah. to you know I hope to see her in congress one day or you know, higher office. I'd mm. love to see Jewel because Jewel is just like one of the, honestly, just one of the sweetest. Her heart is just in such a good, in such a good place. And she's just very smart. She's just a very intelligent, very confident. And I, I just love, um, I love to see that. Um, and I just, I, I'm definitely, I want to support other women, but I don't know if I ever 
want to run maybe i'll change my mind in a few years yeah how do you how do you feel about um kind of politics ability to respond to even today's issues because a lot of people think that like the system is just too broken to actually help people or save anyone Mm -hmm. and that when you run or join politics you just kind of get absorbed into this machine and you never end up accomplishing what you set out to do how do you feel about that idea yeah, I think it's totally it's totally true. I you know, I've met people who have gone into office and they just get absorbed with the attention and you know, all of a sudden they have like this big title, you know, um and they kind of forget like what they were there, why they were put there to begin with. Um but um you know, I think that that um those people are actually those people that I would say that kind of got sucked in were more they weren't, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is maybe just electing more, more working class people, because I think oftentimes like people who are just working class and just normal people, they're more grounded and they're more like, you know, not, they're less likely to get sucked in, you know, Mm -hmm. into like all this, um, clout and stuff and and just, you know, forgetting about everybody. Oh, man. That's the only reason I don't want to get in politics for the clout. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's not kidding. He's not oh. kidding. He's doing that thing where you say I'm kidding after you say a completely true, honest thing. No, no, no. no this is a plan. It's to be mayor one day. Oh, nice. My friend, the mayor. mayor. I'm, here, I'm here for it. <laughs> and to be, uh, to be just. I can't wait till you get canceled for your tweets on your alt account while being oh, mayor. No, I will be immediately canceled. This. I was like, yeah. I was even thinking about like running for the trustee thing for Clovis mm-hmm. and I was telling Tommy like I'm gonna be immediately canceled like immediately <laughs> and oh it's not God. even they, they might even cancel me for something that's not even wrong like it's just like what yeah. Clovis people hate <laughs> it's like I yeah. say something bad about the police yeah, I've probably done worse shit but canceled. I get canceled for that and then like well but what are we talking about yeah, I mean, anybody who runs for office, it's just a, it's a very grueling experience. And I think that's why I'm pretty turned off by it, because I've seen people mm-hmm. that I'm like close to go through. I mean, like Andrew Jans, mm-hmm. just seeing him and what he had to go through. I don't I and what his wife had to go through. Um, you know, um, his his wife is like, um, yeah. we're we're very good friends, and so I she definitely you know shared a lot with me, and just mm-hmm. um, having to see the shit that they had to go through, I oh my god, I just don't, I don't think I want to put myself there, honestly, and and even yeah. Jewel too, you know, the shit that she had to go through, and and um, Esmeralda Soria too, mm-hmm. like um, you know, running, and it's just yeah, I've just it's just kind of sad um, the the things that are. Um, that you know, people kind of throw at uh, at people who are running and uh, um, threats and, and stalking, and it's like it's actually really yeah. crazy. Positive. Uh, what do you know about <laughs> Fresno? You know, because like we we're all about. I mean, this whole even five by five nine, and mm-hmm. this whole thing is just built around like the love of Fresno, and I think uh, the mm-hmm. Twitter community that we're in, kind of like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to call it. The local Fresno Twitter. Um, it's all centered about making Fresno and the Central yeah. Valley better. But what is it that like draws you here? Like, why do you stay? Because a lot of people kind of just leave, you know? And I've yeah. seen you post about it. And I've thought about this a lot, too. Just yeah, by, like, people I know leaving. it's kind of, well, 
sorry, I think I just burped. Yeah, I just burped. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That cool. Sorry. This is, a nasty, this is a nasty podcast. We could, we could say shit, <laughs> fuck, and burp mm-hmm. um, on pod. On pod. Yeah, I'm just, um, uh, Fresno, I just, um, I guess where I was coming from, like, it's okay to, you know, go out and oh, yeah, yeah. It's do, okay your thing, to you yeah, know, do your thing, you know, and leave. And, yeah, you know, no. I mean, I, I've, you know, I've lived in, you know, I lived in different places. I've lived in, like Southern Illinois and you like uh, St. Louis and I entered in Boston for a whole summer. So it's, you know, I've had, you know, it's not like I, you know, but, um, but yeah, I think that, um, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, we want what LA wants. Well, we want mm-hmm. what San Francisco wants and we just have to try to build it, you know? And yeah, maybe being here, it's kind of can be a little draining and stuff, yeah. but and I totally understand that. I know that um, sometimes just just the Central Valley is, can be a very draining place due to its politics and its policies. You know, I think that its politi- its politics and a lot of its policies just leaves a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but I think we, you know, I think we we have to really try to to, to change that. And I think we are sort of shifting. And um, I remember I this guy. Uh, I met on Twitter called me and he was like oh my gosh like I was trying to organize like four years ago or three years ago back in Fresno but there's like nothing really going on so like now it's really great to see like all these young people that are being very active and he ended up moving to the Bay Area but he's actually thinking about coming back mm. um to yeah. get back to the Central Valley um yeah. but yeah yeah and I and I met these I met these women too or just talk to them over the phone and, you know, they, they moved from the East coast back to Fresno. Cause they were like, we need to do something for our community. So yeah. really Cause I think about that all the time. I'm just like, mm, I could probably leave. Mm-hmm. I don't. Cause like, this is like home for me, even though yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't even born here. I'm like, I don't know. Just kind of, it, it's, it's, it's easier to leave in some way and, and harder, of course, because of the economic, you yeah. know, hardship of it. But like in many ways, it's yeah. easier to abandon a place that's like difficult and hostile. Yeah. But if we like stay and yeah. fight, I think that's like an incredible thing, too, that we can do. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that, uh, um, you know, I think that like places like like Bitwise is really inspiring, but mm. also you know um just like okay when when there was that big city council meeting to do the police budget hearing and like i don't know if you guys were tuned into that but like there was like over a hundred people that were like calling and that that's never happened mm-hmm. you know oh, so yeah like, that, the was, level, that was long as hell yeah the that's level of engagement of yeah I, i'm loving seeing the engagement and yeah like it is under really terrible circumstances that we mm-hmm. kind of have no choice but it is still inspiring and it's i feel hopeful and and the level of engagement and then just like a lot of really positive response to that tweet um that i did mm-hmm. put out about you know staying and fighting um a mm-hmm. lot of young people were like well um you know i'm that's why i'm staying i want to be a social worker here that's what i'm working towards or people like in the medical field are like that's why i want to be a doctor because you know i want to be able to to help with the the medical the doctor shortage that we have here or other young people saying like you know i want this is why i i stayed here because um i want to 
grow my heart and I want to be able to serve uh, like low income, the low income community of Fresno with my heart. And I just, I just think that's so cool. Yeah. I think there's something that clicks. It clicked for me. Mm-hmm. Like something I just like, wow, I like want to stay here. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just like, there's like, it's like home. Just friends, family. I don't know. Also, it's kind of it's kind of fucking hot. Like we we could leave, right? <laughs> we could leave, right? Oh, no, yeah, I'm trying worry. to go. <laughs> Dude, yeah. my dad literally picked this place, picked California, I guess, because it's like too cold in the East Coast. He's like, I don't, I don't like cold here. Wait, do going. you guys used to live on the East Coast? Yeah, I well, I moved here because I was I'm from the Philippines. I moved here mm-hmm. in 2006 or oh, seven. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we were in Rhode Island first. In no the, way. Yeah, in the East what Coast. Part, where in Rhode Island? Oh, uh, Warwick. Yeah. Warwick. Warwick. And I went, Rhode Island's really nice. Yeah, you can drive through it in 30 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's the t- tiniest day, but you could get to Boston in like 30 yeah. minutes. But I love like, how... I love Whoa. how Taylor Swift um, ha- has a song sort of about her, her Rhode Island house and a new album. But oh, <laughs> yeah, shout out Taylor Swift. How do you how do you, you feel about the album? how do you feel about folklore? What's your folklore take? Oh my god, I I love it. Like I've never been like a huge Swifty. Like I liked like some of her popular songs, you know. Yeah. Like on that's on the radio, but that's all I would really listen to in terms of just Taylor Swift in general. More of a Lord type of person right but, right, right but this new album is so good i mean like it just it really hit i've yeah. I have, i've been I've had, like i've been listening to it since it came out so like non-stop uh, same yeah what's, what's your favorite song oh man <clears throat> probably um august yep august good choice man. that's also mine that's also mine uh, the last great american dynasty that one is like wow like the woman really really took that oil oil hair's money she spent it on parties she dyed her neighbor's cat green because they complained about her parties wow the storytelling is top notch also i like yeah. the, uh, the one is also good the one and also yeah. betty oh betty, betty I, so betty y'all like the whole fucking album is what you're saying yo i thought betty i thought i was like oh is this like a queer song and then, yeah. and then I was like, oh, wait, never mind. I was like, God damn it, Taylor. I thought. No, I thought some was, people say. Uh, yeah, no, I still that. like reading it as a queer yeah. song. But yeah. But then that that whole thing about get in the car. Or I was like, oh, yeah. Like, get in the car. Well, they were saying that it was like from. From the other per- the other girls perspective. perspective. Yeah, I don't uh, know. But they were saying it's about Carly Claus. So I don't know. <laughs> this is definitely the part of the interview we should clip for the promo. This is the best part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just talking with Yasmin with about Taylor Swift. For those of you just joining us. As <laughs> yeah. a as a I know you're like a big Connie person, so I have to respect that uh-huh. you know, you would even listen to Taylor Swift. Because I honestly like some like I know a few people that are a huge Kanye people yeah. and like f taylor, f, swift. F, I'm taylor not, swift no dude i'm not listening not, to her i'm not gonna lie 1989 is one of the best albums ever dude like, it's so good 1989 oh. i when that came out i was like oh taylor swift is super good and i've liked taylor swift ever since and i have to stand i have to stand, I stand. <laughs> and like yeah. and honestly dude that that dig at kanye in the album but like oh. clowns on the in the west, I was like, oh, that's about that's about Kanye. Yeah, robbers on the east, clowns on the west. I was yeah, like, I was like oh, oh. <laughs> also she she played it really well because like Kanye was supposedly gonna release the album on Friday, but then she released her album on Friday. I yeah. was like, oh, 
I mean, she got her revenge. This is one so. of the great yeah. celebrity feuds for sure. Like it's gonna I be studied. Yeah, I don't know why it still needs to. Dude, the, her new album is so good. Ugh. No, it's good. I, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a totally different sound too. I mean, I skipped mm. Reputation, but yeah, know. I didn't really like Reputation. Yeah, but you know, she she does she does a lot. Yeah, but. What else? Once oh. Lord drops the oh, third dude, album, it's over that? for you, hoes. It's, it's over. over for you, hoes. When Lord drops, <laughs> yeah, where, where where is the Lord album? Where's Frank Ocean's album? Please, I need some. It's never coming. Just give up. On I need it. some positivity in this 2020. I know. Um, you know, you would think with coronavirus going on, like all the sad bitch music girls would be dropping, but really, <laughs> all it's all the dance hits and stuff that are coming down the pipeline, like a lot. Yeah, like future nostalgia yeah. and everything, like. Yeah. it's just bad also, timing <laughs> do you guys like bad bunny <laughs> he's hot he's hot he's like he's my ideal man to be honest yes yeah yeah we love that we love that we love that for you we stand hey, everything hey. about him <laughs> speaking of oh dance music shout out to club legends for ripping peace yeah ripping peace. i heard about the closure that was really sad yeah i, I like how it was just like oh it, it, he j the owner just posted a picture of the for sale sign, mm. and then no words. Yeah, else. which is wow. poetic in no. a way. You know, it's it's, it's <laughs> pictures says a thousand words. They say, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> everybody was just so sad. And I'm like, yeah. and I, but I've never wow. been. But I knew how important it was to one of our mutual friends was like community. devastated. Like he was gutted. Oh man, like, yeah, wow. gutted. I've never been either. Yeah, I wish I went. Yeah. I've only been once. I got really, I got like really wasted, but I danced a lot. I had a lot of fun. Um, oh, that's fun. I did throw up, but I had a lot of fun. <laughs> and it was yeah. Lot, it was My, the, I love, I love Fab. In fact, mm -hmm. um, the last time I was there, I danced with um, someone who was running for office. Um, but on the Republican side, Fab. <laughs> of course. What? Of course. Mm -hmm. Damn, they're all there. Yep, Dude, they're I, I miss I miss going out. <laughs> I miss going out as well. I you know actually I was, I was gonna mention this earlier about maybe why the reason why we felt hopeful being in the protests is because like we've been in quarantine for so <laughs> long and just being around people and like people who kind of like are fighting for the same thing mm -hmm. felt yeah. really good. I was like, oh, there is hope. Like yeah. I forgot what it felt well. around I mean, people. Maybe the sun will rise again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know about soon, but mm, yeah. I guess we should segue into talking about the coronavirus, right? Like is that oh, like quarantine? <laughs> I feel like that's an inevitable part of any discussion in this era. Yeah. Um, and how you've been holding up? Yeah, how you've been holding up? This whole pretty, quarantine. Pretty good. Um I mean, like I said, I just I think yeah. it's mostly just made me uh, you know, just kind of stop and 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 mm, out of my own thanks. busy life and just just chill out you know because i it's just it's been very it's been non-stop like i like all like last summer i don't think i was i was only home for like maybe a total of like two weeks the yeah. whole summer it was Easy. really crazy yeah so it's it's just kind of nice and i you know i just been doing politics you know for the for the primary i was working on a on a project for the for the primary election to do mm -hmm. more voter turnout so it's just yeah. nice to like have a big break and yeah. um yeah it's nice but i mean it sucks you know that it's like this yeah because like 
it's already August next week. Like our whole summer just flew by. I know. And it was like a whack. Like we didn't get to do anything. My friend told me classes are starting in like three weeks. I'm like, wait, they are? (laughs) It's like, what? Some of them are starting like next week. Yeah, I start in September. I need to check my student email. If they think I'm buying these books, they're wrong. Like they're wrong (laughs) if they think I'm buying these books, man. I'm not Oh, I was going to ask where you're going. Are you going to state? No, I don't go to state. I go to, oh, go to... UC Santa Cruz. Oh, dope. Oh, shit. Dope. oh fuck. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. you went to state. Oh, damn. Are you going to be, is it going to be online? Mm-hmm. Oh, Did you, were you on campus and had to come back or, or were you going to go there this time, but then coronavirus happened? I was, well, I was going to go. So I just, I'm, I'm a transfer, mm-hmm. um, but I was going to go and, and like, be on campus but then like kind of really thought it over and talked to my family and i i know that basically uh, there's probably going to be a spike on campuses Mm -hmm. and so i know that the people are going to get sent back home like like maybe two months in or maybe like a month and a half in like i just know that's going to happen so i'm just going to save my money and be home Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean it kind of sucks but yeah, and also like the wildfire season, you know, it's coming up, mm, and so yeah. like the Bay Area always just gets hit so bad by fire, by like the wildfires. So it, it shit's gonna be really bad mm, by the time yeah. like October comes. So I just it's just like I'm just gonna stay home. Can I ask what yeah. you're what you're studying? Like what your passion is and stuff. Um, I'm studying political science and um, economics. I guess uh, that's I guess that's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. that I was like, surprise! I am a chemistry major. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, oh, uh, uh, plumbing. Major? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, actually in grade school. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna. I just want this year to be over. Uh, Maybe things will get better in 2021. Yeah. Well, or not. Once we get that vaccine, it's over for everyone. Yeah, it's over for you, hoes. <laughs> Once I get vaccinated. Although a lot of people are like paranoid about taking the first vaccine. Like they think it won't work. What the fuck? And and I'm no, like, and I'm like, but girls, like nothing. It probably probably nothing bad will happen with it. it. If it doesn't work, it just like won't work. It won't. It's not like it'll give you coronavirus. Yeah. Like that's like impossible yeah, right i'm like right yeah. like is it i don't know how vaccines work i thought it was and like also, what was it i was just saying like flu season's coming up yeah. so like i'm worried because like would it you know like you know, like yeah, yeah. you know, know we're gonna it's... mix things up but yeah. yeah so i'm just like all right i guess we're just screwed <laughs> also i was uh, last year i was telling tommy this i i uh i really was like anti-halloween for some reason that last year <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I hate Halloween. Halloween's stupid. And mm-hmm. now I regret saying that. And maybe this is a whole, maybe I'm dreaming this whole scenario. And I was just being taught the spirit of Halloween. You and don't like Halloween? Last year, but now I miss it. I'm He's... like, I want Halloween back. I'll take anything. anything. Yeah, I'll take anything. Halloween. Thanksgiving. Christmas. Easter. Uh, Thanksgiving's canceled. <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving's canceled. Christmas canceled. New Year's is canceled. Uh, Christopher Columbus is canceled. Yeah, ben. he's been. He's been. He's been canceled. But Laura Bencroft, Columbus yeah. been canceled. All right. 
I think that's uh, I think that's a podcast. You, wa- you want to call it? You want to call it? Uh, I think that's a podcast. Okay, so this is where I'm confused. Like, am I gonna outro from here, <laughs> or do I? I guess we should say goodbye to our guest. Uh, so, yeah, so thank well. you so much for joining us. This was so yeah. amazing, um, and it's yeah. so great to talk to people like yeah. you. I yeah. do have to say one more thing. Oh, yeah, please, anything. Gary Bradfield, if you're listening to this. <laughs> dude gary please for the love of god just stop just stop tweeting stop we could do a whole honestly we should just get more people on and talk about gary redfield and just talk shit on him because i would love to talk shit on gary this message is for gary you fat white racist (laughs) dude gary is such a complicated man <laughs> no 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 he's ne- he's definitely on our list i can't wait to talk to dari that's gonna be so fun yeah dari yeah, i've heard he's very fun to talk to in interview so dude dari's yeah dari's fun to talk to in general that guy yeah. well uh i've been uh i've been he's definitely like on the top of the list but mm-hmm. we have we have other people but you guys should also maybe consider like you guys know alex O'Casey ramos yes actually yeah <laughs> I was uh, I was uh, phone banking for Krista, and oh, she, no. she she I know no <laughs> she I'm, gets everybody I'm, apparently <laughs> she does get everybody and Dude, I'm a fucking, Krista I'm a fucking sucker uh but <laughs> Alec uh Alexandria O'Casey was one of them oh, and she, she and like phone bank and it's kind of weird because I was doing the whole script and everything <laughs> but then I I fully know who she was and I was like. Oh, I gotta go Dude, off script and say she's you're great. Badass. She's I know. You guys, she's... De- she knows. She has honestly. She has so much knowledge. I always, you know, yeah. she's just she's so smart and she knows everything about campaigns and local mm-hmm. elections. Yeah, Woman she was, is smart. She was the uh, campaign manager for Jewel, right? Mm-hmm. Or was she, yeah. Yeah, she so, made that happen. She made it happen, but yeah, yeah and then, actually, it was her birthday too when I called when I phoned Bank. Oh my gosh! I was like, yeah. I was like oh, happy birthday! Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, okay, bye. You <laughs> just gotta I'm... have what? Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say like I think now I have her number because I was just like, oh cool, these phone banks are just. I have Andrew Jane's number because of the phone bank. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. On oh side. god. <laughs> oh, I'll get in trouble. Like Chris is like, don't say that. <laughs> you guys can you you guys can uh, have him on the podcast. Who Jans? I know. Yeah, I know he seems like a really serious guy. He's actually pretty funny. Mm. Um, I have a, I have a bit, maybe. A, our goal is, our goal is to talk to every Fresno like celebrity yeah, person who's ever had a name. Fresno, yeah, whoever, All anyone them. who's anyone in Fresno, and especially the younger ones, because I feel like they don't really get the mm-hmm. platform to be. Mm-hmm. Cause, like, what's other podcasts on in Fresno? Like, there's the. What's his name? The Swear Engine Devin podcast. Devin Nunes' podcast. <laughs> Devin Nunes' podcast. Yeah, one of them. Oh, and we didn't even talk guys, about Devin. We're talking about two, Devin. Two oh guys, two guys uh, talking Fresno podcasts. And yeah, those are the only three, two podcasts that are like in my mind about Fresno. So we're trying to make I haven't listened to any of these. The, the I, premier podcast about Fresno for young people. I got people. ghosted by Devin Nunes. She got ghosted? How? <laughs> um, I like kept like sending their uh, um their office i guess like we wrote this whole letter about how we wanted to meet him and like talk about gun control and stuff yeah. and then he like basically went on you know ray appleton mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Day, yes. and he's basically like fuck them kids um <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Okay. He basically, yeah. So like, I guess, yeah. He well, he didn't. He actually had Ray Appleton say something about it. Like, he didn't even say anything about it. He had Ray Appleton say something. It was basically Dude. fuck them kids. So Dude, yeah, Ray Appleton. Because on my work, because I do social media for the Business Journal. Oh. Uh, and I see his like posts on the on the, at work. Like I have, like I have like an inside view of Boomer Facebook, like mm-hmm. conservative Boomer Fresno Facebook. Boomer Facebook. And it melts oh, my brain. I it melts my brain each time I read it. Dude, like, I, I hope you. I hope you're going to therapy. I am, but okay, good. <laughs> I just like I have to talk about this, like, cause it hurts my brain. And I know I have stopped reading it, but sometimes I get bored. I'm like, I'm gonna read this, just to get mad or something. Like, oh my god, Ray Apple. I think Nunez is like Ray Appleton's neighbor or something. Like they live right next to each other or some shit. Cause oh. like, yeah, and, and like. Visalia? Probably. I, I don't know. I don't but like because like Ray Appleton had like a weird a medical incident and they're like, yeah, thank God for Devin Nunes for saving my life. I'm like, how? What did he was he just like your roommate or something? <laughs> I understand <laughs> oh your relationship. God. But Yeah. Dude, Devin yeah. is interesting and like all the people that work for him, I feel like the the I've I've met some of the like his really close confide i don't know what you would call them confidants yeah i met a few of them and um i feel like sometimes they actually don't tell him everything that's going on and they only (laughs) tell him what they want him to know so like i feel like sometimes he doesn't fully know everything that's going on locally he's like a puppet yeah it's weird (laughs) i feel like they kind of run like they low-key kind of run the the show um I I really think you know a, a lot of a lot of places have like nefarious representation like someone who's just like a total like bad person representing them but like I feel like Devin Nunes is like uniquely incompetent and kind of bumbling and like a little embarrassing um yeah. <laughs> especially with, like the lawsuit stuff and the even the oh yeah he lost to the cow yeah yeah it, it just you know even running interference for like the Trump administration it's just like he just and I hate that like we're known for him, you know. It's like mm-hmm. it's 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 yeah, upsetting, honestly. Yeah. Probably gotta get Phil or buy. I got some here. got some tea on him, but I can't can't say it on here. I'll tell you guys. <laughs> okay. Like in... like right after right after when we stop recording, yeah. and then we say on yeah, the and we like... say in the letter anonymous sources post the <laughs> anonymous issue. Anonymous sources. <laughs> I don't know I got who some told tea on this. him. I love that. Yeah. He's... Well, yeah he's yeah. also he's a weird guy but anyways. Dude, there, there is that podcast episode i haven't listened to it but we're gonna like talk about it on this podcast at some point but like the one with gary bredefield with on the newness podcast oh my god socialism yeah dude that that he's a good podcaster i've said this in the episode zero but i'll give credit where credit is due he's a really good podcaster that's your guys competition yeah it, it is also i didn't realize he filmed that uh wahoos in, oh my uh, God, at campus yeah. point oh I'm like, God. i like wahoos but now that i know that that's like a sponsor of nunez i'm like i don't know if i canceled can go back. done it's <laughs> like, don't, they have, don't they have don't they sell tacos there or something? yeah they have tacos there i'd like dude wahoos. pete you know pete buddha judge yeah, uh-huh. i recommended him some like really good taco places and then he ended up going to wahoos <laughs> for tacos and said they were the best tacos and i was like what, what? that's when i knew i couldn't trust pete Buttigieg. <laughs> that is the most pete Buttigieg thing you could have ever told us that is so fucking yeah. funny yeah you introduced yeah. him right when he uh <laughs> when he came 
Yeah. Uh, you know, this motherfucker said, a- oh, Del Taco. I love it. Fucking <laughs> 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 Pete, dude. Pete. Oh, God. Yeah. I oh, wish man. I saw him. Did yeah. he talk to you? Did he talk to you, like, extensively? Mm-hmm. How, how was Pete? It was during was the primary, Pete? right? Like, yeah, was that, was that when you primary? talked to him? That was in, that was last June, or last late May. It was, like, May 30th or something. Oh, wow. That's very wow. early on, huh? That was a different yeah, time. It was, it was pretty interesting. I think my favorite part was mostly talking to Chastin. I, I really oh, like yeah, Chastin. Yeah, yeah. We actually Chastin have a... I actually have a, I have a mutual friend with Pete. So, so, um, this person that I met, um, he's from the Bay area. He, um, his older brother is Pete Buttigieg's best friend. Um, so this, this guy from the Bay area that I met, I was canvassing. He came to canvas for Andrew Jans. And ever since then we've been friends. Um, he's like, he's like this really cool, really sweet, um, guy, um, really active in like the lgbtq community up in the bay area but yeah him and his brother are really good family friends with pete and in fact his brother was like played he's a musician so he played at pete and chastin's wedding oh wow oh. Mm-hmm. the uh the, the fake wedding as some conspiracy theorists think <laughs> yeah people think <laughs> the gay rat wedding yeah people think pete Buttigieg is a people cia plant and CIA not even gay and not even gay yeah not even gay <laughs> yeah like, I love and that the chastin is some like opportunist <laughs> bottom who's being put paid Aww. you know <laughs> paid Dang, that's, that's so, so sad. It's a, CIA, it's a CIA plant. That's what's going on. Uh, he's a, he's a psyop. He's a psyop. That's what people think. Um, and I, I want to say that the Five by Five Nine podcast Aww. does not officially endorse this theory. We I, we believe I, in the, I, uh, the we believe the, in the Buddha Judge Chastin. That's kind of fucked up. No, they, the, the organization Five by Five Nine does not. But me personally, I think that. No, God, <laughs> no, they have no, a pure kidding. love. You can see it. You can see it. Oh yeah, yeah, you can see it. You Dude, can see that, it. No, that I, one video where he was like, "I wish I wasn't gay" or something. What was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That was okay. That was okay. I, I don't want to talk about that too I much. Got a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> the media really ran with that because the full quote is really just that he's talking about the past and when he had a lot of shame like that's oh. any gay, yeah any gay guy would tell you the same thing pretty much from that generation certainly maybe not yeah. now yeah. but like you know and people really ran with that and they're trying to cancel him on twitter and i don't like people to judge oh. very much his politics kind of suck for me but like uh. Even mm-hmm. I was like, guys, this is this is this is tacky. This is yeah, jeez, I didn't realize. That I didn't even watch the full clip. I just saw that. Yeah, like, yeah, and people were like, he he's he doesn't think gays should exist. It's just like, but <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't. Dude. No, well, if he's a if he's dude, a psyop, have you seen you his know? hair, dude? He lost his hair. I yeah, like I was um, like, Chastin. What? Chastin lost his hair too. What are you talking about? He he had a he no, like he, shaved he, his head. Uh, he shaved his head. Quarantine. Did he grow a beard too? I don't know. Oh, it was gutted. It was rotted. It was he diseased. Looked, he looked, we hated it. He looked it. like a mess. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know about this. He looked like on but... Dark Souls that one character you could pick that's just like the depraved or whatever. Like <laughs> depraved. <laughs> it was sad. Dude, I, I love. There's one. Uh, there's a picture of uh of Pete Buttigieg. I think I have it saved on my phone where it's like. He's like reading a book and he's just looking over. It's like a phone picture. <laughs> and I posted that on my story. And then somebody was like, is that your friend? I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> my friend in the CIA. No, no, I, I, put, I put I put like caught him slipping or like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then somebody thought, like, I, I don't know how like, people who aren't politically active, like, who is that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know how yeah, people who judges? He's interesting. He did the hardball with the. Uh, 
what's that Chris Chris, what's that guy's Chris name? Matthews Chris Matthews yeah yeah that was pretty good I sat like right behind him and mm. oh yeah yeah that, that was yeah, at the state to... at Fresno State right yeah uh, I really... wanted tickets to that but I didn't damn if I would have known you I had like I had extras oh, I just came out to run people we'll see this is yeah, why we're doing this now so we have the plug <laughs> we got the plug we'll I, got be you, there. I got you guys, we, I got for, you the, guys. for the next one Pete Buttigieg runs in 2024 I know that'll, de- <laughs> that'll definitely happen I see it yeah yeah. yeah, he can't really. He doesn't really know how to dress. I feel like I've kind of seen. I was. But this is I've evidence for the conspiracy that people say that he's not gay. This is part of this. This is part of the. This is part of the case people build. He did say he liked my outfit, so I was like, okay, thanks. Like, <laughs> thanks, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I, feel like, sure. I feel like all our best stuff was after the fake half after, outro. No, we could just we could just cut the the fake. Yeah, yeah. we'll cut the fake. I do want to give you the opportunity to like plug anything you're like working on in your Twitter account and everything like or that. Or just any causes. Or um, a last word for the girls. Anything. Last last thing. Um, anything that I'm working on. Honestly, I'm just I'm just chilling out. Um, and just everyone, I just hope everyone's like getting rested. I know that it's a really, really hard time right now. Um, but I just hope everyone's just trying to take care of their mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I'm focusing on right now. And that's like my number one priority mm-hmm. and school. Um, so I'm just taking a big break. Um, but yep. I mean, I'll occasionally tweet about stuff. Yeah. Um, but I am, I, I am going to help like you spark with a few things, but, oh, yeah. um, you, you guys should definitely interview Sergio, he is Sergio, yep. a light he's, to this community. He's he's uh he's on our list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And your Twitter is your Twitter handle is at at, at Fresyas. Fresyas, F R E S Y E S. If you guys aren't already following her, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate that you guys would want me to be part of your first your oh, first one no. you we were did, we, you we, were number we one in the rankings of everybody we were gonna approach wow first. Yeah. i know you were i was like yes we gotta get we gotta get yes on here yeah you know, i think everybody well, knows you on twitter and like we just see you can, we kind of just see your posts but like we want to see the woman behind the post <laughs> the, 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 the woman behind the tweets the woman behind the tweets yeah well when when everything uh when everything the, the we get this vaccine, then you guys have to join me and Jewel and Isaac and a few other people and Alex at um, Goldstein's for karaoke. Oh, oh sick. dude, sick. I am there. There. Yo, Ram fucks yeah, up karaoke. He loves karaoke, bro. I, I'm freaking. I'm Filipino. That's in my blood. Every party <laughs> Ram has ever thrown has had karaoke. Like, period. oh yeah, I wow. throw period. I throw wild karaoke parties. Honestly, no way. So maybe yeah. I'll invite you guys to the karaoke. Oh party. yeah, we'd love yeah. to go. I, I hope you like mid two thousands to early two thousands <laughs> bops because that's dude. Throw me, throw me Gold Digger by Kanye. I'm there. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'll sing. I'll, I'll rap that. I've, I've never, I've never been to the karaoke night at Goldstein's but yeah i'll be there and i can't wait because i will be i think i'm just gonna not drink for the rest of the year like this year (laughs) and then like save it all for 2021 go hard 2021 go hard like 2021's our year dude i hope to god i hope to god because i I thought 2020 was the year. Everybody did. It's crazy to think. It's cr- I have all these videos from like New Year's of people like talking about the. Oh my god, it's crazy to think about. Bro, that. I had plans, man. I had plans. But anyways, thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you so much. Should we cut uh, it? I we can do an off off the off the. Yeah, um, sure. 
We, uh, we, just say, we just say bye. I guess we'll just say right, bye, bye now. Um, bye. bye. I yield my time. Yeah. Fuck you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh,